0: Do you have deadlines for event milestones or deliverables? If you have them, do you actually stick to them? I get a lot of pushback on having deadlines. So today I want to talk about the most common deadlines, why I get pushback on them, why it's important to have deadlines, and ways to kindly but gently stick to your guns. Planning an event is taxing enough without adding to your own stress. When you don't have hard deadlines for things, you're adding to that stress. I'm going to talk about why, but first let's talk about the most common types of deadlines that you should have and why I often get pushback on having these kinds of deadlines. The first type of deadline that you should have is for sponsor deliverables. How many times have you scrambled to get a sponsor's logo or ask them for the names of the people sitting at their table? This is an all-too-often scenario. Sponsor deliverables need deadlines. I think many nonprofit event hosts think that because sponsors are giving them money and underwriting the costs of the event, that the sponsor has carte blanche and can do whatever they want. The nonprofit might be afraid to impose deadlines for fear that the sponsor will back out or won't come back the following year. Not only have I found this assumption to be false, I've actually found the opposite to be true. Not only do sponsors understand deadlines, they actually appreciate getting them. And the sooner they know those deadlines, the better so that they can get them on their calendar. Sometimes that sponsor or your contact at that sponsor has some internal hoops that they need to jump through In order to get you those deliverables. So having a deadline that they can give to others helps them all around. Your event is likely not the only event that that company is sponsoring. And if you haven't given your sponsor a deadline for deliverables, you're going to fall to the bottom of their to-do list. Everybody's busy. So the key to getting your deliverables when you need them is to have a hard deadline and to communicate that in writing several times with your sponsors. You, as the event planner or event host, have hard deadlines that you have to meet, right? You've got to send your stuff to the printer by a certain date. Your caterer expects you to get the headcount to them at a certain date. Why shouldn't your sponsor be held to certain deadlines? I've seen many nonprofits bend over backwards for sponsors that have failed to get them the deliverables on time, and it sets a really bad precedent, which we're going to talk about in just a bit. The next common deadline is for auctions. If you're hosting an auction, you should have a firm deadline for accepting donations. Putting together an auction is very time consuming and there are several stages you go through when planning an auction. One of the final stages is bundling items. And bundling items is something that happens on every single auction. Items get bundled because they either can't stand on their own or because you want to add them to a package to increase that package's fair market value. Now let's say for instance, someone donates a deck of cards. Now that seems silly, right? It's a silly example, but having a single deck of cards on your auction table would look a little ridiculous, right? But That deck of cards might go great with a bunch of games that you've received. And so you'll group those similar items into a themed game night basket. Or you might receive individual bottles of booze from several donors. Now, you don't want to put one bottle of booze on the auction unless it's unique or has a high value. But you could combine those bottles into a stock the bar basket. When you accept donations up until the last minute, you're opening the door for lots of extra work and stress. It's like putting together a puzzle, but not only do the pieces keep moving, so does the picture on the box. For example, let's go back to that that theme basket of games. Let's say at the last minute, a game comes in that would be perfect for that basket. But now you have to decide or am I going to have the game be a standalone item? Or am I going to rebundle everything, which means changing the description, the fair market value of the basket, the starting bid, the bid increments? I have to take a new photo. Just that one change has created a domino effect of added tasks. Even if you choose to have that game as a standalone item, Once again, you have to go through all those same things. You have to take a photo for your online auction platform. You have to create a description. You have to add the fair market value, the bid increments, the starting bid. You have to print out a sheet for your table. You also have to find room for it on the table that you've previously carefully planned out. Now, after hearing all that, you might wonder why anyone would push back on having a firm deadline for auction items, but it happens all the time. Volunteers who are on the auction committee sometimes don't start their asks until really late. And so then items start coming in late. And those volunteers want to get quote-unquote credit for that item on the auction. So not only are deadlines good to have and to reinforce for your donors, you also need to ensure your planning team knows and understands those deadlines. And you have to have some set for them as well. When you don't have a deadline, donors will think that they can bring things whenever they feel like it. And I've seen people bring auction items the day of the event as the auction team is setting up and it is chaotic to say the least. And once an exception is made for one person, then you're on a slippery slope, which is why I'm emphasizing the need for deadlines and actually hard deadlines that you stick to. The last event element where you should have a hard deadline, and it's another area where I get a lot of pushback, it's event registration. Many nonprofits are really worried about leaving someone out or not getting that extra registration fee. But what they don't realize is that they're actually perpetuating the thing they fear and hate the most, uncertainty in registration numbers. And if you don't have a deadline for registration, and allow registration the day of the event, you could have two people show up or you could have 30. If you're serving food, you have to add in a cushion so you could be paying for 30 extra people, but only two show up that day. You also have to have a separate line or table where people can register. You have to spend extra time training your volunteers, how to register those people, how to accept their payment and so on. Is all this extra stress and time and potential expenses worth not having a deadline because you're worried about turning someone away? I don't think so. I'm a firm believer in having a deadline for event registration, no matter what type of event you're hosting. People, generally speaking, are busy. So they either act as soon as you launch your registration because they want to check it off their list, or they'll wait until the last minute. So it doesn't matter what deadline you give them, you're going to see the bulk of your registrations come at or near that deadline. I've been producing nonprofit events for over 12 years, and I've seen this happen more and more frequently. And it's not just the event world. If you want proof, just ask a tax accountant the percentage of clients that send them their tax info in April. Now, I did some digging into the last event I produced just so I could show you some numbers, and the numbers hold true. So for that event, 21% of event registrations were in the first week that we launched the registration page and promoted it. 30% of all registrations were in the last week of registration. So 51% of all the event registrations were in the first and last week of that event registration window. 23% of all registrations were in the three days prior to the registration window closing. So there you have it, proof in the numbers. The more complex your event is, the earlier your deadline should be. For formal events such as fundraising galas, I typically recommend closing registration two weeks prior to the event. This gives you time to collect everyone's food selection, get the numbers to the caterer, make your seating chart, print your names, and on and on and on. There's a ton of last-minute details that happen for a sit-down meal fundraising gala. So two weeks gives you the time to get those taken care of. For less formal events, you could close registration a few days beforehand. I've coordinated lots of events, where we've had deadlines for event registration anywhere from two to three days to two weeks prior to the event. And those events have all sold out. So if you're worried that because you have a deadline, people won't come to your event, it's simply not true. Now, it's not enough to simply state that you have a deadline. You have to be unyielding and actually stick to that deadline. I've seen many event hosts Advertise that they have deadlines for auction items or event registration, but then they make an exception. Someone will call and say, oh, I'm so sorry. I just realized I missed the deadline. Can I still, and then whatever that is, can I still register? Can I still donate? And that person worried about turning away a potential donor or a potential attendee will say, of course you can. We'd love to have you donate, or attend, or whatever that person's asking. Now let me start by saying that I am a people pleaser to the nth degree, but these are deadlines that I stand firm on because in essence, when you reinforce a deadline, you're training, um, quote unquote training, the people you've given the deadlines to. Next year, they'll know that they need to get their stuff in on time. You have to set limits and boundaries. Conversely, when you're loose on deadlines, people know that you'll do anything to have them come to your event or donate. The worst thing that you can do is look desperate or look like a pushover. Some people think they're being flexible and accommodating by making exceptions, but you can still be nice while setting boundaries. Another key reason to stay firm on deadlines is it will reduce your stress. When you're making all kinds of last-minute changes and exceptions for people that didn't register on time or brought an auction donation after the deadline, that's a lot of added work and stress for you. Lastly, having firm deadlines will make your event run more smoothly, which in turn will make you and your organization look more professional. Setting the deadlines and sticking to your guns. Because it's not easy, especially at first. If you've historically not had deadlines and you're now attempting to institute them, there's going to be an adjustment. Again, you're in that training period. You might get some pushback, but it's imperative that you stand by those deadlines. And communication is key. The most important thing when implementing deadlines is communication. Make sure that you advertise your deadlines wherever someone might encounter any type of communication related to that area of the event. So for the auction, if you have a form that your donors fill out, and I highly recommend that you have a form, make sure the form includes that deadline in bold print. If possible, set your form to stop accepting submissions on a certain date. If there's a page on your website about donations, put the deadline there too. Same thing for event registration. Make sure every email and social media post includes the deadline to donate or to register. For event sponsors, on your pitch deck or sponsor grid that outlines your sponsor benefits, include a date that they have to sign on to be a sponsor by in order to get full benefits. This way they know if they sign on as a sponsor after a certain date, They may not get their logo in the printed program because all that stuff has already been sent to the printer. Or they'll only get four social media mentions instead of six. You get the idea. No matter how clear you are on your deadlines, someone will always try to push the boundaries. Hold firm. If you've given someone a deadline and they're nasty or say they're never going to deal with you again, do you really want them back anyway? Most people respect deadlines and boundaries. The easiest way to stick to your guns is to have a standard answer or a script for everyone in your organization to use when someone misses the deadline. For an auction item that comes in late, you can simply say, thank you so much for your donation. Unfortunately, the deadline for the auction items for this event was yesterday, but we'd love to use your donation for and then insert whatever that is. We'd love to use it for next year's event. We'd love it to use it as a volunteer appreciation gift or a raffle prize. Whatever that happens to be, come up with something where you can use that gift. I wouldn't turn it away, but I'd let them know that the deadline has passed for this event. If they have a problem with it, they'll ask for their donation back, but most people don't. The reason they're donating in the first place is to help your organization. They often don't care how that donation gets used, and if they do, they'll speak up. For event registration, you can say, I'm so sorry, but registration for the event has closed. Our next event will be in September or next year or whenever it is. If you'd like, you can sign up for email reminders so you know as soon as those tickets go on sale. Put that back on the person. They've missed the deadline. They they know it, right? You're just reinforcing it. For sponsors, you do have to use a little extra care and have additional touch points. You should have included the deadlines in writing on the pitch deck and in the contract that they sign. I would also plan two to three communications with them requesting deliverables. <coughs> When working with sponsors, I create an email template for each sponsor level that includes all the benefits at that level. I'll do it in a Word or a Google Doc. I make the font for the deadline or deadlines for each deliverable. I make it red so it stands out, so there's no confusion. Then I simply copy and paste that template into an email. I'll send it to the sponsor, two to three times, depending on if and when they've gotten me, they've sent me one or more of those deliverables. If they've sent me their logo already, but I still need the names of the people at their table, I'll remove the part about the logo and only include the ask for table guests. Again, with that deadline highlighted in red, I'll only include that in that email. If you do that, there's no reason to have a script. If they missed the deadline, you simply point them to the contract and the last time that that you sent that email because that was their final warning. All right, for today's listener action item. If you've struggled with any of these issues with sponsors, auction donations, or event registrations in the past, this is the time to implement a deadline. If you struggle with all three of these, I would ease into it and start with one area. Pick the one that gives you the most headaches. If this is a brand new event, your task is easy. You just set your deadlines, hold firm to them, and you're done. You don't need to explain anything to your audience. You're setting the expectations right from the get-go. If you haven't had deadlines and now want to implement them, I want you to take a look at your planning timeline determine the best date for that deadline and mark it in bold letters on your calendar or in your project management tool such as Asana or Trello. If you need more information about creating an event planning timeline, listen to episode number four, Leaving Enough Time to Plan Your Event. So from that deadline, work backwards and add any tasks to your timeline that are affected by that deadline date? Do you need to update forms? Do you need to write a script for your team to use when someone tries to submit something past the deadline? Make sure you get everything on your calendar that you need to do to not only implement, but to enforce that new deadline. That's it. That's your action item for today. I hope you feel empowered to take back some of the control of your event by implementing deadlines in order to make things run more smoothly, to reduce your stress and to make your event more professional from the inside out. Now that sounds like a plan. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you next week.